Tonight's Unified Bank profile is going to be just about an hour from Wheeling coming up next week as his University of Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs are back in the Frozen Four. It's former Naylor and current Bulldog assistant coach Adam Krause. And Adam, this is your second chance to be a coach in the Frozen Four. How much different is it the second time around? Um, I think it helps a little bit knowing, I guess, what's coming and, and kind of the um, the scheduling and, and all that too, kind of what to expect the first time going in. Really didn't know what to expect, and, and so now where there's a little bit of a comfortability in terms of, um, you know, what the practice days look like and all the other stuff. So super excited. We're, we're very fortunate, you know, to be going again, and so we never take that for granted. But, uh, yeah, just really excited. You and I talked after you won your first national championship, and you guys are actually now the two-time defending champions coming into Pittsburgh this season. How's that going to be? Do you feel like there might be a little bit of a target on your back, or do you guys feel confident because a lot of your players have been through this before? Yeah, obviously I think there's a, always you feel that target a little bit just you know because we, we, we've won the last few, but um, we just have such a great group of guys and, and, and guys that have – you know, gone and left from those other two championships have really left uh, a lasting impact on the guys that are here and just have created a really good kind of resilient culture. And um, so it's just been really fun. Just been super fortunate to to have players on, on, on this team. And, and, you know, since I've been here that I've just, there, there's ice in their veins and, and they're, they're, they're great people and they know how to win the big games and it's, it's really fun. So definitely the experience I think will help. Um, that doesn't make it easier. <laughs> I think, uh, like you said, there's, tar- there's definitely a target on the back, and you know everyone's looking to knock us down. But hopefully, we can you know keep the trophy in our building for on one more year. Obviously, a different scenario because last year got cut short early. So you had a team that you had pretty well lined up for another good run last season, but then still able to pick up essentially where you left off. What was it like? last season obviously I'm sure you would have loved to have tried to go for back to back to back then but were you still able to have a good group going into this year as well yeah that that was kind of the interesting part you know after we won our second one you know we thought there would be a little bit of a mass exodus of of guys that had opportunity to sign early we did lose a few um, but for the most part we did keep a core group of guys together um and, and brought some good freshmen. And so last year we actually had a team, you know, that we felt, you know, it, it kind of sounds ridiculous, but more confident in that team than maybe the, the previous one that actually won the national championship. You know, we had Hobie Baker winner, Scotty Prunovich on the back end, just a tremendous player, one of the best players I've ever seen in college hockey. Um, you know, for you know, all Americans, a, a goalie that had, you know, played in, I think 130 plus games and holds most NCAA records. And I think four or five other guys that ended up signing NHL contracts at the end of last year. So um, we were definitely in line to make another run. So when that ended prematurely, um, very disappointing, you know, to be honest, we knew after that year, it was going to be a little bit of a rebuild. And so I think that's what makes us a little bit more proud of this year's group is, um, we did lose so many important pieces of last year's group and to, to do what they've done this year um, and pick up kind of where we've left off and, and turning this, you know, quote-unquote rebuild year into something that we just have built upon is, um, you know, something just really incredible and speaks volumes to our leadership and, and guys that kind of said, no, we're not rebuilding. We're just going to go try to do another one, and they've definitely followed it up. So really proud of that part of it. 
we've seen the differences here in the pro game with fewer teams in the ECHL and ECHL starting before other levels, which was very unique this year. What's it been like at the college hockey level this year, whether it be your schedule, who you're playing, or even the recruiting processes and how that's going to impact future years? Yeah, I mean, nothing really has been normal. You know, we started our season, our, our league um, so we've only played in conference generally to play some out of conference games. So we started with a, a little bubble of our own in, in Omaha. Um, we played, we were there for three weeks, played 10 games there. So that was pretty cool um, that our league did that, did a really good job. And then we came back and, and kind of played our normal schedule as best we could. We only had one delay. Um, so it was fairly normal um, to be honest. Um, and then in terms of, um, you know, any other differences, just coming to the rink was a little bit different. Just the interaction with the guys had to be a little bit different, um, you know, smaller groups. Um, so, you know, everything has really hasn't been normal, but it's kind of the new normal now. So it's things that you don't even really understand that aren't ab- abnormal until next year. Hopefully they get back to where they were before. But in terms of recruiting, that's probably been the biggest change. Um, the NCAA put that, you know, legislation in that we weren't able to go recruit. So a lot of it's been on video. Um, and that's a large part of our job is recruiting. So it's been interesting watching kids on video, but the recruiting process really hasn't stopped, um, you know, talking to a lot of players and their families and, and watching them online. So it's definitely presented some different challenges, but, um, you know, some more time at home and with the, with the team has been very nice. Let's talk about the path to the Frozen Four, and you guys are coming off of probably the most exciting game of the tournament thus far five overtimes to punch your ticket to Pittsburgh. What's it like to be part of a five overtime game? Yeah, it was, um, you know, not even just a five overtime game. You know, we, we played a team that was tremendously talented, well coached, you know, number one team really undisputably all year um, in terms of what they were bringing back. And, you know, they had high hopes of winning a national championship. And, um, you know, for for the most part, was a favorite all year. So, you know, going into a game like that, a, a opponent we knew very well from our league, and a you know opponent we knew it was going to be a tough task. And then, um, you know, getting up early on them, and then you know they tied the game late, um, and then we had a goal that's allowed in overtime, and then we had a goalie change, and um, and then on top of that, the five overtime. So it was very layered, very emotional, just up and down, and. Um, it was something I've never seen before. You know, guys cramped on the bench. They were laying down on the bench in between shifts um, just to get their legs straightened out again. It was it was pretty remarkable, and it was something I don't I'll never forget. And just really commend the the you know character that you know North Dakota and and Duluth showed of our guys. Just really proud of it, and it's definitely something I'll never forget. I don't know if I'll ever be a part of a game like that again. And so it was a really cool experience. And then to send us to the Frozen Four just was the icing on the cake. You and I joked around about this off the air, and I'm going to go ahead and throw it at you now because I think you know it's coming. You are probably the most relaxed-looking human being I've ever seen in my life after a five-overtime goal. How did that happen? I, I know, like I told you, I that was the most you know text I've gotten was you know congratulations first, and then what were you thinking when when the goal went in? Because I like didn't even move I, I seem like and I remember looking back at it once everyone was telling me this and I was like I don't even know what I was thinking it was just pure exhaustion and I, I think a part of it was I got so excited about um the goal that got disallowed I, I don't even know I think it was in the first overtime I I don't really know but um I got so excited and then it was let down when it was disallowed and I think it just when it went in I didn't even know what to do just pure exhaustion I was just 
um, I don't even know. Like, I don't even remember what was going through my head. Just, I just remember really relief that it was over. So it was, uh, yeah, something, I don't know. I can't explain that one, but I was very excited. (laughs) (laughs) You get UMass first in the semifinal game, which is a rematch of the 2019 championship, which that must be cool. But from a Minnesotan's perspective, you guys have three of the four schools in the Frozen Four. Duluth, Mankato, and St. Cloud State. How much pride do you have in the state right now? Yeah, it, it's awesome. And I, I think more importantly, um, just really good staffs. Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of connections. The head coach at St. Cloud, um, Brett Larson, he actually recruited me to Duluth, and I was the one who replaced his job here when he got the head coach at St. Cloud. So, um, and then at Mankato, obviously, Coach Salen's son plays there. Um, we know that staff very well. Coach Salen and, and Coach Mike Hastings have done a lot of World Junior stuff together. So there's so many layers. And just, um, you know, it's fun to see guys that truly do the right thing on the ice uh, in the recruiting world. And they, they're just good people. And so very well learned, very happy um, for, for that. And, and obviously, the state of Minnesota, it's it's a point of pride. And obviously, you know, UMass, we know well from um, the championship in 19, and so we're, we're going to be excited to play them again. I'm sure they got a lot of motivation to, to come and beat us, but it's kind of fun. We don't know really too much about them, um, so it'll be fun to learn and, you know, in the next week or so and, and play a team that, you know, we haven't seen. And so um, it'll be a fun challenge. It'll be a great challenge. Um, they're going to be very good. They're well coached, so it's going to be really fun. So it's going to be a really good group of teams and um, a lot of really good hockey players. It's going to be exciting for everybody to watch as well, and obviously you're only an hour up the road, so that's a neat tie too, and an organization that you've been in with the Penguins, so I'm sure that that'll be special for you as well. Adam, I really appreciate you spending a few minutes to talk to me. Best of luck in the Frozen Four. Have some fun out there again. Thank you so much. It's always fun to connect with you again, and you know, like I said, my time in Wheeling and in the Wilkes and those those areas were, were awesome, and um very, very excited to be back. Wish it wasn't uh, COVID era. I could come visit uh, Wheeling and, and come see the rink again, but um, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, you no question. that we, We're home next week, so we would have uh, tickets for you without even having to blink an eye, and it would be awesome to have you back. But certainly we'll be watching from here, and uh, good luck to you, man. Okay, thanks, DJ. Adam Krause, former Naylor and current assistant coach of the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs, who are playing in the Frozen Four next week. This is intermission coverage on the Naylor's Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank.